Another year, another Rare with Flair Christmas special. Yes, we are bringing in the holidays by focusing a little more on the rare side of things this year. So stick around. Hello and welcome to Rare with Flair. The podcast where two 20-somethings with the same rare disease are living their best festive lives. I'm your host, Cassandra. (laughs) And I'm your host, Casey. Oh, I'm so excited to be doing another Christmas special. Yay! I feel like just year, just year, I feel like just last year we were doing our Christmas special and we found that incredible, incredible Christmas jingle. If you are an OG follower, you might remember the amazing Christmas jingle. And if not, there's nothing stopping you from going to listen to it right now just because it is a bop, but you probably already heard it if you're listening to this now, but you should hear it again in last year's. Yes, we are hoping, we're hoping we can find it again to put it in this. It's like a royalty-free music, but it's amazing. Like, Ooh. I am just blown away by how perfect it is, so I really hope that you, you know, we haven't edited this episode yet, but we're hoping that you actually heard it at the beginning. Um, yes. So, yes. Um, anyway, though, how have you been, Cass? I have been all right. I have been all right. Actually, speaking of Christmas, I had um, a white elephant gift exchange with some friends yesterday, which is super fun. And I, I, we just like, we had a whole game that was like about swapping the gifts and it was a blast. And I think I, everyone kind of ended up with what they really wanted. And I ended up with some Charms for my Crocs, which if you heard our Disney episode and our five-minute ad for Crocs, that wasn't really an ad. It was <laughs> that non-fun. wasn't really an ad. Yeah, but we used to hate them, and now we don't. So <laughs> yes, yes, no. Go back and listen to our Crocs like monologue on the Disney episode. But I'm very happy for you with that. I've also been getting really into the festiveness of the season. This is my favorite time of year, so I just try yes. to soak it up as much as I can. I'm watching every Christmas movie and TV special that I can possibly access. Inject and I'm Christmas keeping, into your veins. Yes, I'm injecting it into my veins. I'm keeping a running list of everything I'm consuming and, um, uh, you know, media-wise that I'm consuming. Wow, my iPad is falling. Uh, that is not cute. Okay, we're good. Wow, guys. We're good. So anyway, we're having um, loving, loving the Christmas time. Speaking of the Christmas time, we got a listener question. We sure did. Kind of related to Christmas. And I literally just had it pulled up a few minutes ago. And I do not have it anymore. But I'm grabbing it. One second, everybody. This is like the live part of our <laughs> pod. Okay, here we go. I'm going to read the listener question. Um, I'm not going to say their name. But just because we didn't tell them. You know, this is a DM we got. And we didn't tell them we'd be putting it on the podcast. So, you know, I'll just keep their identity private. But... They said, I am looking for some advice. I hope you can help me. I was invited to a Christmas party at a coworker's house. I do want to go, but a part of me is a little bit nervous because I'm afraid that if they do play some games that involve reading, for example, trivia games, etc., I would feel awkward because I wouldn't be able to participate or read what is on the cards. Do you guys have any experience with this? So... I love this question. I think this applies to anyone with low vision, not just around the holidays, but at so many different times in our lives. So Cass, do you want to give some advice? Sure. Um, Yeah. So I've definitely been there, right? Like, I remember being with a group of people I didn't know super well, like earlier in the summer. And we were playing this game that had a lot of, like, the cards had lots of words on them, and it was kind of complicated, and it was a little bit awkward. Um, I just kind of, like, just, I, I tried my best. I used my phone as much as I can as my magnifier, like we talked about in a recent episode we did on assistive tech, but um, I think that, you know, I, I yeah, I've been there. Um, I think that also there's a little element of like just kind of like laugh at yourself a little bit if if that's what it comes down to and if everyone's really like set on playing the game that is very difficult for you to read but like I still like enjoyed the time and I had no idea what I was doing or playing but um (laughs) ultimately though it, it is like a matter of of advocating for yourself and I think that um 
it shows that you want to participate by saying, I think this might be really hard for me to, to participate in. Um, and, like, try to accommodate it to the best of your abilities. And just try and have a good time all around. Like, I don't know. It's a good time. And, and try to enjoy games. Because I think, especially around the holidays, this happens a lot. Yes, definitely. I love games and I want to be included in them. And I think, you know, it kind of depends on if you know the people well or not. You know, I feel like if it's your close friends, they probably know your low vision. But it can get kind of awkward if it's a group you don't know, like coworkers or people like that. I, um... I recently went to a little game night with, and there were quite a few people there that I did not know at all. And there were a few things I couldn't read. And I just literally straight up said, hey, I'm visually impaired. Can you read this for me? Like kind of laughing about it because I feel like it's even more awkward if you just like attempt to read it and you can't and people don't know why you're not able to read it. Like you just say it, you know, like be confident, be who you are, use that Mm self-advocacy that you have. You know, that's part of being disabled is like having to speak up for yourself just all the time, not only in work situations, but in social situations too. And I know it can be difficult, but at the end of the day, it's actually way less awkward to just say like, hey, I can't see. Because, like, no one's going to judge you for not being able to see. You can't help it. So just yeah. say it. Besides, and um, there are a it lot makes... of games that aren't, like, able to be played without reading too, too much. I think, like, even yeah. something like Taboo might be easier because there's only... you got to just remember the words that you can't say. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Exactly. Like, the, yeah. That's when our memory comes into play. Low vision people mm-hmm. often have really good memories. And sometimes we can just, like, pick up on... Um, things like that or just use other coping skills like if it's mainly a listening game or stuff like that so we really enjoyed that listener question though thank you for asking and we'd love to answer more so if anyone has questions you can hit us up on instagram twitter facebook or our email um, hello at rarewithflare.com yes we haven't received some emails in a bit but we do our best to try and respond and yeah like we love we love hearing from you guys. So thanks a lot. We do. Case we do. It's but time. It's time. It is finally time to get into the meat of the app, which is you know we we did a Christmas special last year and we didn't want to make this special exactly the same. I mean that would be silly. So Cass had a great idea to kind of focus more on the rare stuff because last year we focused more on the flare stuff, and so we think it would be cool to focus on. You know, um, our disability, it's not our whole life, but it is a big part of our life. And, you know, just talking about how it relates to some of the things we, some of the hobbies and activities we do around. Yeah, it does affect everything that we do. It affects everything we do. It's not our whole life, but it affects everything. So the first thing on the list is seeing and performing in Christmas shows. Um, We didn't talk about this much at all, I don't think, on our last Christmas special. And this is definitely something. Like, Cass, do you... Is there any Christmas shows that you see on a regular basis, like, on a yearly basis? Or have you ever performed in Christmas shows? And you can answer both questions, obviously. I want to know the answer to both. Yes. So, um, I wouldn't say yearly, but there have been years that... Uh, my family and I have gone to see like the Nutcracker for example I think that that's like a really common thing that people would want to do around the holidays something about the music that is like inherently festive because people like to listen to it around this time of year um so I think um I think a lot of it goes to what we've talked about before about seeing uh live shows I'm I'm thinking specifically about the Nutcracker um, there are lots of different ways that you could do it. Um, there have been years that I have gotten audio descriptions. So I have like little voice talking to me, which I think is especially good for ballets, uh, just because so much of it is, you know, music and not verbal at all. And I think that like, there have been years where I've taken a bioptic, I'm inocular, and there have been sometimes where like, Frankly, I just like kind of sit and just listen to the music because I yeah. think it's festive on its own. But um, what about you? Like, what do you, what have you seen? What do you do? Yeah, like I so 
I, I've been to the Nutcracker before. I agree. It's really visual. Like, um, there have been points in the Nutcracker where I've gotten a little bored just because of how visual it is. Mm-hmm. But I still enjoy the atmosphere. I still enjoy, like, the Christmas-ness of it all, you know, if Christmassiness is a word. Yes, it um, is now. So, like, I... And this year I'm going to go see it Christmas Carol, which I love to see. Yay. And I have performed in that uh, for a few years in the past. And then I also, I did a lot of Christmassy shows growing up. I was in mm-hmm. the best Christmas pageant ever. Um, I was, which is a silly play. Um, and I was in Madeline's Christmas, which was a musical. That and yes, Madeline, what? I didn't like know Madeline the 12 a musical, girls in two a straight Christmas lines. musical. A Christmas musical. It is, it's not very good, but it was very fun to be in. I love that. And so, so yeah, like I feel like, you know, I've talked about theater before and how like my vision affects it, but overall I was always able to participate and as far as going to see it, yeah, I enjoy seeing theater any time of year, whether it's Christmas or not, and so I I think the Nutcracker, like I said, is more visual than like a show with dialogue, mm-hmm. um, so that can be tricky, but overall, yeah, I really, I enjoy that part of Christmas. And we didn't talk about it in our last special, how like Christmas shows yeah. are really fun to, they're really fun to go see. I actually got to see the Rockettes too when I was in New York. No, that's so and, cool. And yeah, their, their Christmas show. And it's so festive. It, it really feels like you're kicking off the Christmas season oh, when you go amazing. see the Rockettes. Yeah. It was I, really, really special. I think even like not even performances, but sometimes, um, so recently I just went to my town's like holiday illumination thing and it was, it was just so cute and people sung like carols in the, in like the, the square, the green area in our town and Santa came and they read Twas the Night Before Christmas and I couldn't really see Santa, uh, but I could, you know, hear him and so I thought that still, it's still super fun to, to, go-to festive type of events um I, as sure. far as performing I did a lot of Christmas things as a as a kid also I remember one year I was Mary in the Christmas pageant oh, I felt like I struck so it big <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah that's a good role <laughs> um I like there was uh, another year I had like a lot of lines and I was really proud of myself <laughs> is this at your church or at your school it was at my church yeah. Oh, I love that. that I fun. love it. Was it on Christmas Eve? I don't remember because I was like seven. Okay, okay. But yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Still super fun. I did. I, I When I was in ballet, I was in like the little kids nutcracker. Like I was like one of the one of the mother ginger ginger snaps. So like, oh, I just like. Wait, I have a really important question. Yes. Important question. Has any of the Christmas shows you've ever been in involved live animals? Oh, I think there was one year that we did a live nativity and I was an angel and I think there were live animals. Oh my gosh. I love it. No, I've (laughs) never had that experience, but it seems really interesting. And I just remember being freezing because it was outside in December. So I remember mostly just like having the hot hands in our gloves. Yes. Yes. I always just remember having really, like, really fond memories of doing the Christmas program at school and like rehearsing Aww. those songs for the months leading up to it. Like I know some kids hated performing at school, but I was one of those kids that like loved the programs that we got to do. And, like, like theater you or know. choir or both? Uh, or? You know, just in elementary school, you know, the music teacher just taught us songs and we would perform them like at a Christmas so concert, yeah. you know? So I always thought that was really, really fun. And I still remember some of the songs we sang and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I, yeah. Okay. So... Let's see. I'm I'm getting a memory, but I feel like we should move on. Oh no! Get your memory out. Okay, hold it. on. I'm. So I I was in uh, a choir group that was outside of school. Uh, when I was in high school, like the last two years of high school, and um, <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to remember the circumstances surrounding it, but um, so the there were multiple choirs based on like age level. And we would perform our songs that we memorized, but in between we would sing like Christmas carols with the whole audience. And I'm pretty sure we had to like look at like a sheet music with our neighbor. And I oh, could gosh. not, I yeah. And I'm just that. remembering like how I could not oh. see one of them and I didn't know it because, you know, you know, most of the Christmas carols. It was one that I did not know. 
And I remember that was like one of the few times where I have just mouthed watermelon because I wasn't about to put it up right in my face. I mean, yeah. If anyone has ever done choir or theater or singing of any kind, you know the moment where they say, share the she music with your neighbor because it always happens. And it's not, it's literally not possible. No. And it's embarrassing. And And it was like live. Like it was like the actual Christmas concert. So I didn't have time to learn it. Oh, I hate that for you so much. <laughs> but it was really funny. I now have the story to tell. Anyway. Yeah. Let's no, talk that, about... That's a, that was a great story, and it was Thank very you. rare-related. Thank so you. So I appreciate that story. I was It was coming into my brain just as I was ready to transition. But now yes. as we transition yes. into festivities, general Christmas festivities, let's talk about drive through lights. And I want to hear you, because I know you yeah. do it, like, every year. Spoiler. Yeah, so, like... <laughs> You know, depending on what city you live in, a lot of cities have, like, light displays that you can walk through, drive through. Um, I know we talk about Molly Burke a lot, but actually she just posted a video about this, I think today, yesterday or today. I saw that. And it was really, really cool because she barely has any usable vision, and she was still able to enjoy the lights and um, because she has light perception. And I think that's, like, an overall thing for a lot of low-vision people is we're able to enjoy lights. Mm -hmm. And... I I really, even if we can't see the detail, I really just enjoy seeing lights because, you know, against the backdrop of that dark sky and the lights in front, it's it's really like good contrast and yeah. you're able to see it. And um, I always loved it as a kid. I thought it was so magical and amazing and I still yes. love it now. It's really fun. So what about you? Yeah, no, I, I love light displays. And like, sure, we can't appreciate, like, every house in the little Christmas village that's all cute and lit up. But just seeing all of those lights all together in one place, like, sometimes they've got colors, sometimes they kind of flash a little bit, you know. I just think that yeah. it's it's so, like, special for the season. I think, like, just, like, a super simple example is, like, I mentioned my town does, like, they really like Christmas, and so they, we have, like, this little strip of, like, a little historical part of our, the a small town that I moved to recently, and um, they put up lights on, like, every pole and every tree and, like, every storefront, and just driving through at night is just, like, magic. Oh, so yes. it doesn't even have to be, like, a whole thing. It just is really special to see, like, houses on your block that now have Christmas lights like uh it gets so dark in January I'm sorry (laughs) I didn't want to interrupt you um it does and I I also love the lights that move with the music because I feel like (gasps) that's like a multi-sensory experience you're not just seeing it but you're hearing it and like I just feel like that's really good for low vision people too so like like I don't know if you're like Uh, It is. If any parents are listening and you have a low vision child and you think they wouldn't enjoy lights, like obviously everyone's vision is different, but I would dare to say that I think they really would enjoy lights Mm -hmm. and definitely don't like sit that one out just because it's super visual. Because like it is super visual. It's pretty much just your vision um, that you're using to see lights. But at the same time, like um, we can often see them pretty well because lights you don't need to see every individual light bulb in order to appreciate the lights (laughs) yeah of course the colors especially if you have color vision like we do um are really really fun so i enjoy that a lot i actually did something that was cool um where i mean it's sort of related to to like the timed lights with the music so last year um the town where my parents live where i grew up uh, they did this thing, and I hope I think they're doing it again. And I don't know if it was just because of COVID, but it was actually super fun. Um, there was a like a citywide Christmas scavenger hunt, and like people oh. would like register their house to be part of it, and then like there would be just like lists of things that you would have to look for at, at all of these different addresses, like. Flamingo with Santa hat and like sounds blind friendly to me. Windmill and yeah, well, it was fun with my parents because my mom loves a scavenger hunt. Um, yeah, and I just I just thought it was super fun to see like lots of different houses and holiday decor, and it was like not something I could ever do on my own because one, you drive between houses, and two, you have to find objects. But right. I still thought it was super fun because 
with, I used my memory as part of it. So, like, I remembered the list of the things that we had to look for so we didn't always have to, like, look at the paper. Oh, I love that. So you were still, like, yeah. actively helping. I was still, like, yeah. involved, even though I didn't necessarily yeah. find the thing. No, yeah, that is fun. I love a scavenger hunt, too. I love, like, silly games. I'm such a kid at heart, so, like, I love that. But sometimes when it's super visual like that, it does kind of just, I don't know, it kind of bums me out sometimes because I'm like, oh, that would be fun if I could do that. And, like, I don't know. That's kind of vulnerable for me to say because I'm not often bummed out by my vision. Like, but sometimes when it's stuff like that, like um, in Epcot at Walt Disney World, there's, like, an Easter egg hunt thing, and I've never even gone at Easter time, but it's, like, it looks really cool when I've seen people mm-hmm. on YouTube do it and they go to each pavilion at Epcot and they go to each country and they have to find like the egg or what, and you know, find the thing or whatever. And I've always thought those games would be so much fun yeah. if I could see. Um, but, but, but yeah, like, like I still, like when you're with sighted people and they're doing it, it's still fun to be there. Yeah, you know? I feel like you have to go with like the right people. Because I think that yeah. I wouldn't go with certain people who I feel like would make me feel like I wasn't part of it because I couldn't yeah. look at the house. Yeah, because they could easily, like, leave you out of it. Yeah. You know, but I but if you go with people that are making you included, that's really fun. Mm-hmm. And um, we, like, in our city, I think we've had something similar to that, too. And we also, last year they um, give out awards for, like, the best doorway of the house, the best, like, um, classic lights, the best yeah. fun lights. Like, And so my mom and I went and looked at all those last year, too, and that, we hope to do it again this year, and it's really fun. It's so, so fun. I love lights, man. All right. We're going to talk right. about gifts. We're going to talk about gifts. So as you know, I don't know if it's, like, our tippy-top love language, but one of our top love languages for both of us is gift-giving um, it's so much fun to really, and I know it can, I feel like people give it a bad rap because it comes off as materialistic, but what it is is really like sh- showing that you truly know the person, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is and making them feel seen and known by you by picking out the perfect gift for them and putting a lot of thought into it. And so we want to talk about the rare side of gift giving and buying and like, a few different things. A, how, how you shop for the gift, which we've kind of touched on before, but also how you receive the gift. Can you, can you always see the gift? So um, I've talked about this before. I want to mention it again. When I was younger, before delivery was really a thing, before, before Amazon or any online shopping, um, I would always be annoyed that I couldn't really pick out Christmas gifts for my family um, because... I wasn't able to just drive to the store alone and discreetly mm-hmm. do it. I had to always be with people at the store. <laughs> and I feel like it's really, really cool as a disabled person that I now can completely discreetly, that rhymed, completely discreetly yeah. um, buy my gifts. And I really like that it gets delivered to my door and they'll never know and they'll never see it. And I, I just think that's a really cool thing. I mean, for a lot of reasons for a non-driver, but mm-hmm. it's a it's a great non-driver gift-loving thing that I can do now. Yeah. I yeah, I seriously think that that's so important to still be able to preserve that like anonymity, that special surprise to buying a gift. Um Yeah. There's something like a little more magical about like coming out of a store with a bag. Um, oh, I know. I miss I miss Christmas time at the mall. No. I know. Um, that that was really special. I remember when I was, like, dating someone once, and I, I walked, I was like, you stay out here, and I'm going to go in the store, and I'm going to buy your gift, and I'm pretty sure you're going to know what it is, but that's okay. <laughs> like, so, uh, um, yeah, yeah, you know, I know. Sometimes it still happens, but at the same time, like, now we have at least more options, and I think that yeah. that helps a lot for our own, like, I don't know, our own self- uh, pride maybe (laughs) oh yeah sure and like another cool thing about online shopping and like I I mean I obviously definitely encourage supporting local stores and shopping in person but literally I can't drive so let me have this um I think another cool thing about online shopping is and and by the way you can still support small businesses online but is the fact that you can be really 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 specific Mm -hmm. I feel like when you're going to like a store you kind of have to get what's there Right. But online shopping, anything and everything. It's like B- Bo Burnham, can I interest you in everything all of the time? Yes. If you get that reference, 
let me know. But uh, but yeah, that's pretty cool that literally anything you can probably dream up, you could search and buy for the person online. Yes. And um, you don't always so. have to do it by supporting, and to quote Bo, Bo Burnham, Jeffrey... Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> no, you don't. I really like Etsy a lot. Not only is Etsy super personal, but you're supporting, like, you know, um, independent people yeah. making art. One of how my cool gifts is this, that? One of my gifts this year, and I'm really excited about it, but I can't give it away because I obviously haven't given it yet. I ended up just reaching out to someone I knew that is like a talented oh. craftsperson. And I was like, hey, can I commission you to make something? And it was, it was amazing, and it has, like, a personal touch because it's someone I know. And I'm Have you told me about this? I think I have, but actually I received it yesterday, <gasps> and I have to show it to you. Oh. Mm. I need you to tell – right when this pot ends. Yes. <laughs> I need you to tell me. I need to show you. But still, like, you can even get something from someone that you know, and I think that there is, like, some, some sort of a charm to that, that it's not just not just a stranger on the internet, which is great. That's fine. Or hand, I, I made I made a few handmade items this mm-hmm. year for some people. That's always fun. Ooh. I think like, and that's a way to not have to leave your house too. And I mean, you have to get the supplies to make the thing, of course. But that's a fun way to, you know, be creative. And so, but what about opening presents? <laughs> I know you have talked, you have <laughs> talked about this before. I think maybe in our last Christmas episode, but we've got to. It's been a year. We've oh. got to touch on this again. Is opening a gift and your vision letting you down and you not really immediately knowing what the heck you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, another year, a new anecdote, right? Like, I feel like... Oh, no. You have a new one? I feel like every year I can come up with, like, a new one. I think... I don't know. I think I mentioned... I'm trying to remember which one I mentioned even last year. But I remember, like... Sometimes when I've received, like, like a, you know, when uh, you don't receive an actual physical item, but, like, someone will, like, print a paper for you, and then you're oh, just, my mom. like... The, my mom is the queen of paper printing for <laughs> presents. She is the queen. And obviously, like, you can't really see it. Or, like, yeah. when someone gives you a book, and then they write a dedication, or you're sitting there trying to read a card. Oh, it's always so funny because I always have to excuse myself and be like, excuse me, let me take out my phone first. <laughs> and then I have to take out my phone, open the magnifier, and then I like, I like close up on it and I'm like, oh my gosh, what? So it's always super delayed. Yes. Well, you know what's funny is like, since Cass and I don't live near each other, we send each other birthday, Christmas gifts, and we have to like write out an explanation of what the gift is because you know like when you're not sitting right next to someone when they're opening it you want to explain like the backstory of why you got it and like you know all of that and so we like send each other these papers which i must say especially for a low vision person you have the most beautiful handwriting i've ever seen in my life wow thank you are you you. told are you told that a lot because i feel like it's legitimately it's amazing I appreciate that a lot. I if I'm writing quickly, I mean, okay. So here's here's the kicker. Um, I can't really read my own handwriting very well. I just like memorized how to write, so I write that way. <laughs> and, but like, if I had to pick up a piece of paper with my handwriting on it, I would be like, "Hey, what did she write?" No, I don't know. So I literally think I have to take out my phone. <laughs> no, I think it's literally so legible. Um, in wow, fact, I have to read things a lot for my job of people's handwriting, and I have to ask my boss for help all the time because I, I cannot yeah. read people's, especially cursive. I cannot read cursive. If you send me a Christmas card and it's in cursive, I'm trying to make this Christmas related, as you could see for the yeah. Christmas special. If you send me a Christmas card and it is in cursive, like I might not get to appreciate it. And sometimes I will use the Zoom no. on my phone. But still, sometimes I still, like, just can't, I cannot read that. I literally have to take it to someone else. Me too. And have them read this heartfelt letter me to too. me. Yeah, I know, no, that's what's so awkward. I had a friend last year, and he might know who he is, who wrote me, like, a really, really sweet card. And I felt kind of weird being like, will someone else read this to me? Because it's, like, <laughs> sweet, you know, it's kind of weird. Um, so, like, I just, it's unfortunate. And people need to write in print and big. Thank you. Yes. 
Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Alternatively, we could do it in person or even on FaceTime or I don't know. We could we could find alternative ways, but just don't do it in cursive. No, I mean, I think handwritten cards, I think there's something so beautiful about that. And I think like snail mail is really, really sweet. But, you know, just just try to be mindful that we can't see. That's all. It's true. Um, and now we move into... What are you planning? What are you planning this year? This is the flourish. Well, (laughs) I talked a little bit about it at the beginning, um, but I am going to. I'm planning to go see a Christmas Carol this week as part of my uh, thing I like to do before Christmas. I'm going to, you know, um, make Christmas cookies with my nephews. I'm going to... What kind? Usually we just do sugar cookies, but we do like the shapes and then put icing and, you know, decorate them, sprinkles and everything. And I want to make homemade fudge this year. I found a recipe that I'm excited about. Ooh, fudge Um, is so good. I also want to bake cookies myself. I want to do the red and green M&M cookies. And I... There are so many things I want to do, so many more things I want to watch and participate in and hopefully... I get to go do that. Go see some lights. Go listen to some music. You know, all the fun stuff. So I think I'm also going to like have a little wrapping party with my sister because mainly because she literally hates wrapping presents and I literally love it. I'm like Buddy the Elf, like made over. Like I love anything Christmas except gingerbread houses. Um, But I told her, I was like, I want to help you. Like I want to do... um, Rapping. How are you at rap? Well, actually, I know the answer to this because I just got her Christmas gift yesterday. And Aww. like, uh, but I'm going to ask for the sake of the pod. How are you at wrapping gifts? I would like to say I'm good. I do try to really like take my time and do it well. Um, some of your gifts were weird shapes, so maybe you didn't get to really see my actual skill. No, she, but- okay. The answer is she's good at wrapping Aww. things. Like, I try. I try my best. I try to have like crisp edges but every time I get to the sides something happens <laughs> I always have to kind of hide it and tuck it and MacGyver it to the point that like it looks nice on the outside even though it's actually secretly messed up on the inside yeah it's not always easy but you know um, we manage I, it's it's really not always easy I really do have to take my time with it to make it look good but this year I went for like a brown paper and twine kind of look and I really it was cute I really, really like cute. that look and I'm gonna get into a little bit more of my look later um in a little bit later in the pod in a few minutes but anyway um what about you like what are your what are your plans for the year oh yeah I definitely lots of baking oh yeah um, oh yeah I'm gonna make another cranberry tart uh. because it was great, and my family didn't get to try it. Um, I hope to also make some um, red velvet cinnamon rolls. Oh my in the gosh! Dutch oven. Oh, that sounds um, good. It looks really, really yummy. It looks a little bit involved, but hey, what is what are the holidays for if not for making an involved recipe, right? Absolutely. Um, what else? I like. There's so much I keep wanting to make. I just right before we started recording this pod saw a recipe for minty lime bars. And Ooh. if you know anything about me, I'm obsessed with citrus. I love cranberries. I love anything tart. I love just like I yeah. I'm like a, a, a citrusy gal. Yeah. And so any citrus bar, I'm gonna try and make it. Oh, I love that. I'm not as into citrus as you are, but like key lime pie is one of my favorite things mm. so the word lime like a lime bar like give it to me that sounds amazing and like a minty a lime minty like lime. that makes me think of like so mojitos oh it sounds so good oh yeah yes. oh man i'm this super is another excited. problem with I us just... not living near each other because i want to try no your I, w- I wish i could ship you the food i know but, but it, it would just be it would be same. disgusting no it would not be the same <laughs> oh my gosh yeah um, oh yeah, I did. Speaking of Christmas music, I did get uh, the the infamous Michael Bublé Christmas uh, album from. I don't know. Is it like how many years old is that now? Um, I was in college. I got it on. I, I was a freshman yeah. in college. I want to say it was like 2011. It was like 10 years ago, maybe. Yeah, I think it was 10 yeah, years wow. ago. I just got it on red vinyl, and Ugh. I'm very happy about it. Beautiful. Very. I have some good Christmas albums on vinyl. I have Barbara Streisand. I have, um, oh, why can't I think of his name? He sings Misty. What's his name? 
I can't remember his name. Oh. Johnny Mathis. Johnny Mathis. I have yes, Johnny his Christmas on vinyl. I love a good Christmas vinyl. It's so perfect. And it's like, you kind of feel like you're wasting money because you're like, I'm only going to listen to this for like a month. But like that month is so amazing that it's worth it, you know? But it's special. It's special. And that's what makes it worth it. Yeah. What are you doing on actual Christmas? I'm just... How are you celebrating? I think we're keeping it small with my immediate family I, and I, I'm gonna be with my nephews which I always love to be I, I can't Yay. wait to give them their presents that's something I'm looking the most forward to is seeing their faces opening my, your parents uh, house? my presents we usually do it at my sister's house um Ooh. it's just kind of easier for the kids because they're already there with their toys and everything so yeah and do then, you wear pajamas of course we all wear matching pajamas don't you yeah Yes, yes. My mom and I match pajamas usually. Yeah, love it. So I got to find out what the, what the what the dress code is. Ah, <laughs> I know, I know. We have the same ones. I know a lot of families have a tradition of like getting new pajamas every year, which is I think is really cute. But we wear the exact same ones and we have been for like probably seven years now. Um, and So they're like the Christmas jammies. They're the pajamas. Christmas jammies and they are. They're like, you've seen pics probably of me in them, but they are the most classic looking like when you picture, yeah, when you picture like Christmas yep. jammies, they are like my fave. I'm so, I that's don't think it. I could ever like get better than that. So that's why we don't ever buy new ones. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I feel like my mom and I should try, which I haven't, I haven't used one in years, a nightgown. Oh, trust me. Growing up, all of my, like my mom, my aunts, my cousins, and myself, we all wore matching nightgowns. Man, I'm, I kind of miss nightgowns. I will say I'm always like a little bit colder than I wish to be. Yeah, no, I wear uh, nightgowns but... a lot because my room actually stays kind of hot. So I actually kind of have to wear nightgowns a lot. But I, I love a good nightgown. Yeah. Get a Christmas nightgown. Miss... How fun is that? Yes, please. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So we have... A festive game. A festive game. So we have some questions here. Last year we did Christmas this or that, which was fun. But this year we are just doing some questions. So let's start with favorite Christmas cookie to bake. I've already kind of answered this, but what is your answer? Okay, so our Christmas cookie tradition in our family we always made like these they're i would say they're sugar cookies but they're more of like a shortbread um they're like a butter cookie really um so very full of of butter and um they're just oh they're so good what we also do which is like very puerto rican of us right um uh, I guess they're called thumbprint cookies in oh. the U.S. Yes. But, yeah, so we call them polvorones. They're like a shortbread cookie yes. with, like, a thumbprint in the middle. But we usually add a little bit of almond extract, which Ooh. makes them special. Yum. I love almond flavor anything. I love – I mean, I don't – the funny thing is I don't love almonds, but I love almond Same flavor. Same, though. I mean, they break your teeth. Yes, and almond extract is so good. I put those in my Halloween cookies mm. I made, my finger – witch finger cookies. Ooh. And it was so, so yummy. Good. So that sounds really nice. And I have seen those thumbprint cookies. Those look so good. Do you put anything in the thumb? Like you put jam in the in the hole or not? No. no? Okay. No, I've seen... we just sometimes sprinkles. Oh, yum. Okay, that sounds so good. Yeah, um, yeah I, like I said, I think I'm going to make the red and green M&M uh, cookies this year. But hey, maybe next year I'll try out some some more. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I know. There's so many, so many options. Yes. Okay. What is your, which I just mentioned Michael Bublé, but what is uh, your favorite Christmas album? So I, I have two that come to mind. So for years and years and years, um, I would have said my favorite, and it still is one of my favorites, was Kristen Chenoweth's. Now she has two, but I prefer her first one called A Lovely Way to Spend Christmas. It's really great. Um, and it's just, I like, you know, I love her. But I think yeah. my, my favorite, I just think there's not one bad song on Ingrid Michaelson's Christmas album. It is perfection. Her voice. My mom and I always talk about how some people just have a Christmas y voice. Does that make sense? Yes. She has a Christmas voice. There are some songs on there that are melancholy and sad. There are some songs on there that are fun and sweet. She wrote an original song. Um, both of her parents passed away fairly recently, and she wrote an original about like how oh. time flies and like be with the ones you love. It like makes me cry. Like it's such a good Christmas album, everyone. Like, incredible. Incredible. Oof. Love. It's a staple. What about you? 
Okay, it's so hard. So I, I love like Christmas classics, like a Bing Crosby and that. Of King course, Cole, of course. You, know, you gotta have your Christmas jazz. Um, one album that I feel like no one has ever heard of, but my mom had it. Uh, it, it like on CD and we listened to it for like years and years and I just listened to it with her like last week and it just uh, it makes me feel Christmassy so it's by this like choral trio and I don't know much about them other than this Christmas album ah. um, and like the, they're called the Roaches R-O-C-H-E-S ah. I think that's that's a last name maybe but um, the album is We Three Kings, and it is so good. Like, some of the songs are, like, comedic. Like, they do a really good, like, like Jersey accent songs. Oh, But fun. then they also sing, like, really beautiful, melodic. Uh, like, they have, like, beautiful harmonies. So it's, like, you know, tri-harmony. Mm. And it's, it's great. I love that album. And it has, like, my mom's favorite all-time... Uh, version of, of We Three Kings on it. Oh, um, that sounds so nice. It's a very cool version of I it. Love so I love a good harmony. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check it out. Seriously, I love that. Um, okay, what is your favorite Christmas media? I know we talked about this a little in our last Christmas special, but it, that can be anything. Just the thing you're enjoying right now. I don't care if it's a TV show, a movie, a song. Like, what's one piece of media that pops into your head at the moment that you enjoy? Well, I know it's basic these days, but I really love Elf. It makes me feel good. Oh, girl. Girl, but same. But same. I literally just watched it. My yearly watch. You know what? I I feel like I've said this on the pod before probably many times because I think we even maybe talked about Elf in like our favorite things episode. I'm not sure. But there's just something about it. It's not only funny. It is so heartwarming. Yes. The scene where... Everyone starts singing Santa Claus is coming to town and he actually yes. flies over their head and it's like, duh, oh, duh, duh, duh. yeah, like, yes, chills, chills, <laughs> literally chills. Um, so many, like every scene that happens in it, I'm like, this is my favorite. And I'm like, no, this is my favorite. No, this like just so many iconic scenes and moments. Zooey Deschanel singing because Zooey Deschanel oh. is required to sing at yes. any given time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's just a great movie, okay? Oh, their little <laughs> date they go on with You Make Me Feel So Young in the back. Like how and she goes, "You missed." Oh my gosh, it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. So, next question is favorite ugly Christmas sweater. Do you own? I know you own a few, but like or how many do you own and what are your favorites? Yes. Okay. So I'd say I have two, but I really mostly have one because the pom poms fell off the other one. Oh. So it, it doesn't hit the same, ah. you know. <laughs> so I have this Christmas sweater that I've had for like years, and I I've worn it like to all kinds of different events, like sorority socials and just like friend parties and just all around town. But it's it's really cute. I think I got it at Target, um, but. It looks like a little, like, elf shirt as a sweater. Um, So it's got a little, like, belt. It's not, like, it's just, like, as part of the design. Um, And it's longer than the typical sweater, so it goes probably mid-thigh. So I usually wear, like, pants or something else with it underneath. But um, it's got little, like, pom-pom buttons, almost like Buddy the Elf's, but not exactly. And then it's got, like, the, the, like pointy red collar and at the ends of the collar points it has little jingle bells and I love it and I wore it yesterday to my friend's uh my friend's white elephant thing I also have this skirt that I wear with it a lot that is like a sweatery skirt and it's got candy canes and heart shapes so yeah big fan actually no wait I told I, okay, so I totally forgot about... I have another festive skirt that um, has, like, gift bows on it. Yes, I've seen that yes. one. That's so cute. Yes. Uh, but wait, what about... 
What's the one that was like purple that you were wearing the other day? That's the one that um, the pom poms fell off. But it's oh, I see. But it's still cute. It's like a reindeer with sun with yeah sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And like it used to have little pom poms like hanging off of its antlers as like ornaments. But cute. I only have like two out of the what's eight that used to be on there. Yeah, gotcha. I only own two Christmassy shirts which is kind of surprising because I love Christmas so much but I've also been trying to like clean out my closet and not have a lot of extra crap you know so I have one my favorite that's red and it kind of has just a vintage looking scene on it with like a snowy house and Santa Claus with the reindeer flying in the sky and it's like it's like tacky but not really tacky if that makes sense like I think it's still cute and then I have another one that my friend Brie gave me that is a a sweatshirt that says with the narwhal and it says bye buddy hope you find yes and I even though that's not super Christmassy I still kind of consider it like a Christmas Christmas movie so it counts from a Christmas movie so it counts so those are my two and I'm happy with those two I love it so Love them. Okay, so okay. favorite style of Christmas decor. Yes, I have very strong p- opinions about this. I think there's so many different things. You can go for a classical look, a more fun commercial look, a more family kid friendly look. You know, I really, really, really am into lately specifically kind of like a uh, almost like 1800s Christmas. Like, I don't know, maybe kind of more like cottage core. Christmas look of like I'm a a colonial woman at Christmas time. I really like it to look handmade. Give examples. Well, I I so I like it to look handmade. Like I like my brown paper with the twine around it. And I recently bought something at Hobby Lobby that is absolutely not handmade, but I put it around my tree. And it's like the popcorn and cranberries on a string. Yes. Okay. And I am obsessed with it. And I, I want it to look like, you know, kind of like handmade, kind of um, classic. And then I have these little like snowy children, um, like decorations that are like little like Victorian children in the snow, like carrying letters and things like I just love little things oh, like that, little so trinkets fun. and that look the look where like you it looks like you didn't put a lot of effort into it but you like did but it like you look like you didn't (laughs) does that make sense like I want it to look like I'm in like a cottage back in the olden days with like candles and no electricity even though I love electricity but you know what I mean (laughs) so what about you so I I think this is a great question and I don't fully know actually so this is like my first Christmas in my condo and I don't really have a whole lot of Christmas things that I've gone out and bought myself. Um, I now have like a bigger, I have, so I actually, have, I have three Christmas trees. <laughs> um, but I have, oh. I have one that's big and taller. And then I have two like skinny ones that are like four feet tall. I have a skinny silver one that I've had for like several years. And now I feel like it's gotten to, you know, it, be its full self and and I have also uh-huh. like a, a hot pink skinny tree um which is just yes. really fun uh, so I, I haven't fully figured out what my Christmas style is my mom was actually just asking me this and I was like I don't know yet but the one thing I love that and like you don't have to have one you know yeah. sorry didn't mean to cut you no, off no 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 go ahead the one go thing on. that I have done which was last year is like I bought on eBay so Uh, When I was helping my parents decorate their tree last year, I saw these little ornaments that I've always loved. uh, And they're these little, like, these little angels with, like, really chubby cheeks with, like, a little knit hat. And then on their wings, they're, like, usually holding something. And then on their wings, it says, like, tis a gift to whatever. So it's, like, tis a gift to be unique. And it's a little snowflake. Uh, Tis a gift to be cozy and the angels holding a little house. I think they're uh, the cutest things I've ever seen in my entire life. They give me cute aggression. And I bought a bunch of yes. them on eBay. And that's the one thing I've done. <laughs> no, I think that's so special. I was, as I knew about those ornaments and as I was asking you the question, I literally thought about those as part of your decor. Like, you love those and 
I feel like that, you know, you know, nobody has to like follow a specific way. I think it's actually kind of cool to have a lot of different things you've gotten from different places at different times. And like, I don't always try to follow the exact way either. I just think like it's fun. No, and, and, like and I think vintage, like but. with some more time and some more years in a bigger space, I will end up defining that. And I think like I'm yeah. looking, I'm in the market for a nativity set for probably next year. Um and, like, I know that can mm-hmm. be kind of pricey, but I don't know what style, and I think that's going to really set the tone. Oh, yeah, surely. Yeah, like, my mom is super into, like, bright lights and, like, glow, glowing snowmen and, that. like, crazy Santas <laughs> that dance and stuff. And that is, like, so not my style at all, but at the same time, I loved it as a kid growing up so much. Like, it's so kid-friendly and fun for my nephews and stuff. Like, I loved all that stuff, and, and, you know, I keep it a little more traditional at my house, but it's still fun to go over to people's houses and see what all they have yeah. and the different. My mom also collects nutcrackers, and she is literally about 50 or 60 Whoa. probably nutcrackers on this big table she puts out so it's always fun to go see people's different decorations yeah that is so cool that makes me think in uh in puerto rico so it's not usually i think i don't know if i mentioned this in, in our other christmas episode it's not usually like um santa that's the big deal but it's the three kings and so yeah like People, you'll go to people's houses, we'll visit family friends around Christmas time, and they have just, like, so many collections of, like, the three wise men in different, like, in their different forms. Like, sometimes they're made of wood, sometimes they're glass or ceramic yeah. or, you know, hand-painted or whatever. So I think that, like, that makes me think of nut, yeah, Nutcracker collection, and I think it's really yeah, cool when that. people get to collect things like that. I love that. Okay. Okay. Oh, I think it's your turn. Are you yeah. going? Am I going? Okay, what is the best gift you received for Christmas last year? Because, of course, when we recorded this last year, we didn't know what we were going to receive. And we're very grateful for everything we do receive, um, especially in the rough year we had last year. Yeah. But we wanted to just name, like, one thing you may have gotten that you really liked. Yeah. So favorite gifts I got myself, I'll say, was... Um, my like always pan it's like all the rave on the internet but it it truly is the non-stickest pan I've ever used and it's a really pretty color so I'm really happy I got that for myself and I put it under the tree and I made myself wait for it Ah, Uh, that's so funny but I think there was a I got a really special gift last year that was so like there is one cookbook that is like the Puerto Rican cookbook to end all Puerto Rican cookbooks and like it's surprisingly a little bit pricey but um for Christmas last year my parents got me and my brother each a copy of our own version of the current version of this uh cookbook called Cocina Conmigo which is cook with me um and they wrote like a really sweet little dedication up front and so I love having that in my kitchen it's like a little slice of culture that's so special. I love that. Yeah. Um, I think the main thing that sticks out in my mind is I got my bioptics last Christmas, and that was really cool. And I've really enjoyed them. And I, I think the more I go out into the world, the more I'll get to enjoy them, you know, when the pandemic is, you know, whenever that ends. But, you know, I think I've gotten to do some more things this year and, and use them, and it's been fun. That's so, so fun. I think that would be Yeah. Well, we hope that you guys have a very festive season, whether or not you celebrate Christmas. But um, if you do, Merry Christmas. And we hope that it is a wonderful, magical season full of love. Yes. Merry Christmas to all. Happy holidays. We hope you have a great new year. I mean, we'll probably um, be around before. Yes, we will. We have another episode coming, I think, before the new year. But anyway, hope you have a great holiday season. Much love, everyone. See you in two weeks. Bye.